Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, everyone, to the Really Real Real Estate Podcast. Episode 121, Should I List My House Over the Labor Day Weekend? Now, over the last several months, we have recorded several episodes talking about why someone may or may not want to list their home over a given holiday weekend. Today, we're going to keep the theme going by talking about the pros and cons of listing your home over the Labor Day weekend as we head into this wonderful three-day holiday weekend. Uh, my name is Lou Lombardi. We have a uh, our host, uh, Jason Wilcox, here to talk about Labor Day, and I'm sure he's going to tell us all the things he loves to do on Labor Day at some point, so I'm going to be very interested in hearing that. <laughs> late, late Labor Day weekend for me is very non-laborious. The more I can eat, sleep, and not work over Labor Day weekend, the more successful of a holiday I have had. How about you, Lou? <laughs> yeah, it's the same way. I, I take it exactly as it is as a time to like rest from labor. So I don't really yes. make really any kind of big plans. Like whatever's got somebody, no. if I have a, somebody say, hey, you know, we're going to have a cookout. Do you want to come? And if I'm up for it, I'll go. Like I'm not real I'm like, yeah. it's super, it's super low key for me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That That's exactly how I feel. Um, especially, you know, for us, you know, both, both you and I, you know, spring and summer is kind of crazy for us. So it's nice to finally have, you know, a little bit of a, of a, of a long weekend. So yeah, it's very non laborious for me. So, but uh, I'm very excited to record this podcast. It's kind of funny because this isn't a funny episode that we're doing, but it is kind of funny because it's kind of tongue in cheek humor, if you will, because we started with, hey, should I list my house over Memorial Day weekend? And then I got to thinking, well, wait a minute. If we did that, we might as well talk about should I list my house over Fourth of July, July weekend? Yeah. And I thought, okay, you do it more than twice. You've set a pattern. So now we're just going to continue with this theme. So I thought, why not talk about whether or not you should list your house over Labor Day weekend? We're just going to continue to drive this theme. I think we're going to make sure that we hit it on how, ha- well, maybe on Halloween. We'll see. But Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, like we're going to have some fun with this and we're just, we're going to ride this topic out as long as we can. Okay. All right. All right. All right. We got you. So we're going guess- to be, we're, we're going to be like law and order SVU. What, what season are they on? I think they're on season 147 at this point. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. We're just going to overstay our welcome. And by the way, law and order SVU, you have not overstayed your welcome. It's one of my favorite shows. So I know I heard never that. stop. Never, never. Yes, you did. Lou. You did, did hear that. Yeah. Yes. Never stop producing episodes. <laughs> um. So, uh, so we start again with the pros of, Yes. Doing this. So what, what what do you got there, big guy? Yeah. So dump, jumping right into it, talking about the pros and the cons of uh, listing your house over Memorial, our Labor Day weekend. The first pro is this. Mm-hmm. Buyers are still actively looking for homes, especially over the last probably couple of years where we've had really low supply and really high demand. 
buyers are still looking for homes, especially buyers that have not found something in the spring or the summer markets. Um, I Every year I can go back and I can look at my records of houses that I've closed in, you know, um, in October, November, December, and many, many, many times. Um, I can remember distinctly last year, one uh, that we closed in October. I had literally started working with them in February, like pre-spring market. They were interested in wanting to buy a house and they had actually made multiple offers on multiple houses. We're constantly getting beat out. And it was finally like their fourth or fifth offer that was finally accepted. But yeah, that we closed in, in, in October after having looked and we, we went under contract. If you do the math, I think the buyer might've needed like, you know, 45 to 60 days. So, you know, beginning of October, we were under contract, like end of August, beginning of September. So there are definitely buyers still out there proactively looking for homes. And we usually have good weather at this at this time, at least in this area. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's for, for you listening, it might be hurricane season. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, I have cousins that live in Colorado. I think it started snowing two months ago at this point. By by end of August, I think they've seen snow for two months. But yeah, up here in southwestern Pennsylvania, weather is still favorable. And when I say favorable, I actually do legitimately mean favorable. Yes, in September, we might still be getting some warm days. Um, you know, we might still be breaching the high 70s, low 80s. But, you know... It's usually pretty sunny. If we get any type of inclement weather, it's not lasting for great deals right. of time. Thunderstorms and scattered showers kind of come and go. Yeah, but the overnight, yeah. the overnights are getting nice. You know, we're getting down into like the low mid fifties. You know, sometimes we even dip into like the forties the at that point. But the weather is favorable. It's nice weather to go look at houses. Not too hot, not too cold, which is great if you have a house that doesn't have AC. Um, you could show your house and it not be too unbearable. So yeah, weather's. Weather's good, and um, and also, uh, most people have already like taken their vacations for the summer, so people are kind of around it. People are sort of prepping at this point. Like the kids have been yeah. back at school for a week already, yeah. so you know it's a kind of neat time in the sense that, like as Jason was saying, the weather's probably going to be uh, totally yeah. fine. Um, you've got like, and now you've got like people that are sort of people are sort of settled down. You know, there's not a whole yeah. bunch of running around like there usually is, right, Jay? Exactly. Yeah. People, people have taken their vacations for the summer. And actually uh, the bulletin point kind of goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning of this episode, which is for a lot of people, unlike 4th of July weekend, unlike Memorial Day weekend, it's not necessarily a weekend that's, you know, boat loaded with a bunch of festivities or vacation time. It's more like a, Hey, we're taking a long weekend. Maybe we're getting some things done around the house. Maybe a friend's having a picnic, or maybe we're throwing some burgers and dogs on the grill just to kind of do one final cookout. But otherwise, it's not like the crazy festivities that happen for the 4th of July or the uh, or the Memorial Day weekend. And so for some people, if that project they're working on is trying to find a house, it's a great weekend to kind of take the weekend to uh, to go look and to, to take care of all the things that need to be done around searching for a house so the time off really plays into a lot of a lot of people's favor absolutely um great weekend to host an open house why is that 
Yep. Uh, it's a great weekend to host open house. Ironically, for the reasons that we just mentioned, the weather is usually favorable. Um, it's, it's, um, you know, so it's, it's nice out, you know, it's not too hot. It's not too cold. Um, by this point, the pools are probably usually also closed or maybe are closing for the weekend. I think a lot of places, Labor Day weekend, maybe the last weekend that the pools are open. So, um, you know, there's not as much going on. Like I said, people aren't taking vacations. Weather's nice. Um, and like you said, also too, back to school, people are kind of getting back in that routine. That's the other reason why vacations aren't really happening because school just started. So for all of those weekends, it's a great weekend to host an open house. And oh, by the way, it's a holiday weekend. So our, 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 you know, typical thought of a lot of times there's less competition because yeah. unless you absolutely have to sell, you're not doing it over a holiday weekend. So the other reason it's great to have an open house is because a lot of times there are um, there's less competition. And so again, going back to a lot of buyer demand, buyers are still looking. And if you're one of the few houses available, the supply is low, basic supply and demand really play into your favor. And if you're looking to close before the end of the year, right? Yes. And this is the last big point. The last big point is this. If you list your home over Labor Day weekend, even if you don't sell it in the first weekend, let's say, you know, you're on the market for, you know, 25 to 30 days, like maybe you're, you know, let's say that that's your average days on market for your neighborhood. Let's say you're on the market for 30 days. You're still going under contract in the beginning of October. And then if they want a 30 to a 60 day close, that's going to be beginning of November to beginning of December. So if you are a snowbird that is trying to permanently get to Florida, you can <laughs> do that before the end of the year. Cause that, let's be honest, most of the snowbirds that I know, they are wanting to go um, down to, to, to Florida for the winter. But to them, the winter usually starts after Christmas. Between global warming and the fact that, you know, we're very, southwestern Pennsylvania is re very rich in the family scene. A lot of the snowbirds don't want to go down until after the holidays, mm. mainly because the weather is still decent. It's not great, but it's still decent in November and December. And a lot of times they don't want to leave until after the holidays because they still want to spend time with the families uh, for the holidays. So for that reason, you can still get closed before the end of the of the year. Um, so that way, if you're looking to make a permanent transition down south or out west, you can still do that before the really rough weather <laughs> sets in. Okay. Now, there are a few cons to the yes. situation as there are with all things. So why don't we go ahead and start with that? Yeah. So the first one is probably the obvious one. Like Lou, you had just mentioned, you know, the fact that people aren't taking vacations is because the school year has just started right. and kids are back into school for a week or two at this point. Um, we're getting back into a routine. And so unfortunately you are most likely not all the time, but most likely you're really getting more first time home buyers then you are people looking for the upgraded home. Because as we've often said, if you're looking for an upgraded home because you need a bigger house for the family or you want to get into that school district for your kids, well, usually you're not wanting to make that happen in the first two weeks of school. Right. You know, like we talked about with with uh, Memorial Day and, and 4th of July, if you're wanting to get in before the school year starts, you've missed the boat by this point. Yeah. And so really, you know, it's more first time home buyers. Now, if you have a three bedroom, one bath, 1200 square foot ranch in the city of Pittsburgh, 
you're not worried because that's most likely going to attract a first time home buyer. However, mm. if you have that five bedroom, three and a half bath, 2,600 square foot home in Bethel Park, that's probably going to be listed for, you know, 450,000, then yeah, you know, that may be a little bit tougher to sell. I'll use my personal family as an example. Okay. So my brother-in-law and sister-in-law just bought their upgraded home. Um, they've got two young daughters okay. and their one daughter is starting kindergarten this fall. They wanted to be into their new house because they wanted to be where they were permanently going to be before their eldest started kindergarten so that they were settled in and ready to rock and roll. And they are, they just, at this point, they closed about a month and a half ago. So they're in, they're settled. They were able to get their daughter registered for kindergarten and all is good to go. My wife and I, we are starting to think about buying our upgraded home. Mm. Um, we oh, have, wow. a, yeah, what? we're thinking about it. We're, we're not sure yet. There's a, there's a lot so of many things parts. come out on this podcast about Jason. I know we're, we're thinking about it. We're, 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 we're weighing a lot of different options. The, the, the problem we have in full disclosure is that while we really want a bigger house, we currently have a 15 year conventional mortgage on our house where we're barely paying over a thousand a month that we love because we have a two, two and a half percent interest rate. And so we don't want to give that up. So we're like, uh... do we need a bigger house? Do we need a bigger house or can we make this one work? But we're in a, we're in a, in a very great situation because our son won't be turning two until um, turning two until um, November. Mm. And actually, I don't even know if we've we've mentioned this. I think we've kind of mentioned this in passing, but I don't know if I've made the formal announcement yet. Uh -oh. um, we're actually we are expecting child number two around the same time. Yay, so, congratulations, yeah, congratulations, dude. Yay. That's where we need the sound effects. <laughs> Pop the champagne. <laughs> but so for us, if we need a bigger home, we've got some time. So yes, we might start looking. And so, yeah, you might get some buyers out there that are looking for that upgraded home, like my wife and I, because we could buy our upgraded home now because we have time. Mm. Our, 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 our oldest child's only two. Yeah. We've got a couple of years until we need to buy our upgraded home. So if we start looking now, we could maybe afford to make that transition in the middle of the school year because we're not affected by the middle of the school year. I will tell you though, that my wife and I are kind of the rare exception. We are a very small, small percentage percentage of the pool in the larger pool of people looking for that upgraded home. So just know if you have that upgraded home, that could be a detriment because most people that are looking are in are already in the school year and not wanting to make the move in the middle of the school year. Yeah, that makes that makes total that makes total sense. Oh my goodness. So um could be kind of a slow weekend. Yeah. Um, you know, not too much going on. It really isn't like, I mean, um, I'm sure people, most people listening are in the United States. It's, it's not like 4th of July or Christmas yeah. or anything like that. It is a more of a just kind of like end of summer. Let's just kind of maybe chill out, have a, you know, maybe something low key. So, so, you yeah. know, it's a slow kind of weekend, but, yeah. but, 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 but. <laughs> that could work. That works. That can work against you too, because a lot of times people are like doing last minute stuff or maybe taking that last trip or something like that. Right. Yeah. I was about to say, so to the kind of, you know, the pendulum always swings the other way. So in the fact that yes, there aren't as many festivities that go on that that's the pro the con is, is that some people do use this weekend to kind of tackle some around the house projects. And unfortunately, if buying a home is not at the top of their list, <laughs> then they may not be going to look what kind of, what, what kind of, what kind of, um, 
caused me to to bring this up is because I do know I've got some friends and family that Labor Day weekend becomes the big weekend that, you know, if you own a boat, if you own a vacation home or a lake house or, you know, something like that, I find that 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 weekend becomes the weekend to close up the the shop for mm. for the winter season. You know, you're getting your boat docked, you know, you're going. So for some people, yeah, there's not a lot of festivities, but there may be work involved if you're going up to shut down the cabin, shut down the yeah. lake house, get your boat docked. So sometimes those events can detract people from getting out to look at an open house not because they don't want to, but because they've got to take care of this, you know, before they can start going to look at, at houses. So that's why I put that in there. Okay. Makes total sense. Makes total sense. Um, and home may be on the market longer. If yes. It was listed, uh, over Memorial day, uh, and uh, 4th of July weekends. Yeah. This is more just, this isn't so much a labor day weekend point as it is just kind of labor day for just about everyone. I think it's kind of the unofficial end of summer. I know the summer solstice or whatever doesn't end until like September 22nd. Right, right, right. Let's be honest. The unofficial end of summer is Labor Day weekend. You're you're at the fall at this point. Like you said, kids are back to school. Um, college football, um, you know, Saturday night or uh, Friday night football for high schools, Steelers, things like that. Uh, by the way, I did forget to mention, that's another reason why it's a great weekend to have an open house because the Steelers aren't playing yet, but that's, that's more specifically for Pittsburgh. They know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> however, um, we have moved into the kind of the fall season. We are officially out of the spring market, the summer market. Now we have not died. Um, the market <laughs> really doesn't slow down. First off, we're in Pittsburgh. The market it never stops. The market is always going. It right. just slows down. The market hasn't hasn't died. You know, for me, it really slams on the brakes like post Halloween as people start getting ready to plan for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, but we are starting to slow down. It's not going to be as robust as the spring or the summer market. So you need to know that, let's say in your neighborhood or in your in your area, let's say average days on market are 21 days. Don't be alarmed if maybe you're on for 25 to 30. You know, the market is going to start to slow down. There's going to be, there are buyers, but they're going to be a little less. So know that once we hit this time of year, it may be slow, which means you have to, which means the days on market are going to be a little longer. And this leads me into my last bullet point, which is you can't mess with the price of your home. This is the last big con. This is not the, well, okay, I know that, you know, the the, the best house in the neighborhood got 325, but I want to try to get 345 or 350. Now it's not the time to do this because what's going to happen is, is if you, if you, if you screw around with the price, and I've had this happen to clients of mine before, you put it on the market Labor Day weekend and you mess with the price. Shocker, it doesn't sell. 30 days down the road, you're going, okay, we need to reposition the price. Well, now you're in beginning to mid-October. Now you're two weeks away from Halloween. Once Halloween hits, people really start to slow down because unless they are in an emergency where they have to buy or sell a house, you've got Thanksgiving and Christmas on the horizon along with all the other holidays, New Year's, things like that. Things really slow down and you put this, you put yourself in a really precarious position. So you've got to price the house the right way because you do want it to sell yeah. within that September timeframe. You don't want to be getting into mid-October, end of October, not having it sold. You need to get it sold within that first 30 days so that you can be closed before the end of the year. Otherwise you could be getting into the winter market. And again, the winter market doesn't cause us to, 
die in real estate, but things slow down exponentially and you could be on the market a lot longer if you let the house go into the, the that winter season. So be very diligent with your pricing. Now's not the time to get greedy and now's not the time to experiment with the price. Yeah, even though it isn't too well, too late, so to speak, but it is, you are sort of, you know, kind of pushing the, you're starting to run out of uh, room there before that uh, fi- the holiday season starts. So that, that makes total sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Lou, do you watch uh, soap operas at all? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. When I, when I was, when I was a young, 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 young lad, I used to watch them. Like I probably actually shouldn't have been watching them when I was, when I was younger, but um, one, one of the ones that was always on was days of our lives. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think about. I think about uh, like sand through the hourglass. That's kind of where you're at. So are the days of our lives. That hourglass is starting to kind of trickle down. And it's like, you're getting to that point where it's like, um, you're starting to run out of sand. You know, you're not, you're not empty yet, but you're running out of sand. And let me be very clear. I am a huge TV junkie. Lou knows this. I don't watch soap operas anymore. Well, yeah, not yeah, traditional yeah. soap operas. Yeah, we'll see. Right, 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 right. Yeah. The, 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 the shows I watch, my wife likes to call them my man soap operas, but they're not the true traditional soap operas. <laughs> I, um, I, I watched them in college, you know, but yeah. I haven't. I haven't looked at them. I was a uh, general hospital in college. I would come home. Okay. Because I had my the way the classes worked out. I would come home and like and in the in the uh, late eighties there was not like a gazillion channels. You were a college student. You couldn't afford the big cable package. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you know you maybe even just put up a set of rabbit ears on top of your TV and yeah. just watched whatever you know was available. So you would sit there and you would have something to eat. And like, well, what's I don't know General Hospital. So you watch. You ended up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that makes so sense. Well, when I was younger, I used to watch it. Uh, uh, I used to watch Days of Our Lives all the time. Two words, Kirsten Storms. I well, thought she was. So, I well, that, 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 super. that that's the thing too about this about soap operas is that there is a lot of very attractive ladies. <laughs> yes, there are. There are. Yes, there are, and they don't seem to age. But that's again a different podcast for a different time. So, anyways, plowing ahead. I think we kind of already um we kind of already touched upon this, but um as we wrap up this episode, this is kind of our our, our traditional way to uh to end these specific episodes where we talk about listing our house uh over the holiday weekend do you have any big plans for the holiday weekend no, or you just kind no, of no yeah no. I, I never really i never really do i'm just like yeah. you know kind of like rest relax kind of catch up maybe get a few things yeah. done you know in the studio or something and that that's pretty much it that that that's exactly how i am it's like do i have one or two bigger projects around the house that i need to get caught up otherwise it's like do i have do i have do i have stuff i need to get caught up on you know if, if i'm behind on one of the books i'm reading or if i've got you know a couple couple shows or something i want to watch i got a couple podcasts that i listen to outside my own podcast um you know if, you know if i've got the extra time i'll kind of get caught up on those little things and just try to get ahead and things like that caught up get caught up on paperwork same thing get to the office and just try to get wrapped up so yeah no no major plans the only thing I might do the, the most exciting thing we might do is fire up the grill one more time just to put on like some burgers and dogs or something like that just cook out for fun but otherwise I'm the same way so cool um well with that said uh my final thoughts uh are this okay. um if you are thinking about listing your house over the Labor Day weekend, especially if you are someone that wants to sell and close on your house before the end of the calendar year, I say do it. I do think that while there are some cons to this um, to this holiday weekend, I think the pros outweigh the cons. And I think if you're wanting to try to get your house sold before the end of the year, like I said, especially with first-time homebuyers, the market is still moving. Yes, is it slowed down? 
Yes, it has slowed down. Yes, it's not as robust as the spring or the or the summer market, but it's still a good time to sell. So don't be shy. Let's get it on the market. We can still get the job done and we can still get a very, very, very favorable price for your home that I think you will be happy with. So I say do it. All right, everybody. Uh, speaking of getting the job done, get that house sold or get your new house bought. Even if you're just in the beginning stages of thinking about it, there's, you want to have this conversation as early as you can. So reach out to Jason at 412-651-4638. You can call or text. You can also read Jason via email at jason.wilcox at pittsburghmoves.com. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us, and we'll catch you all on the next Really Real Real Estate Podcast. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.